Hey listeners, I recently launched an ad-free Serial Napper feed so that you can enjoy the podcast without interruptions. Elevate your Serial Napper listening experience by joining my Patreon community and get yourself an ad-free feed on Spotify. For just $2 a month, you can become a member today and unlock ad-free episodes while still supporting the podcast. It's super easy. Just visit Serial Napper on your Spotify app and click the button at the top that says exclusive episodes for subscribers. Don't use Spotify for your listening? No problem. Just visit patreon.com slash Serial Napper to get your episodes ad-free and enjoy uninterrupted storytelling while you get your naps in. Mother's Day is almost here. Have you found that truly special sentimental gift for your mom yet? Don't worry, I got you. MyLifeInABook.com is a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeInABook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature And MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges that she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your children can treasure forever. Your mom has given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I loved this idea so much that I've started my own My Life in a Book for my children to have. The thought of my son and daughter being able to learn about my life story as they grow into their own adulthood is truly special. It's been an enjoyable journey of self-reflection for me too, with questions like, which one event made the greatest impact on your life? It's brought back memories I didn't even know I had. I love it, and I know your mother will too. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code SERIALNAPPER for 10% off today. Hey everyone, my name is Nikki Young and this is Serial Napper, an international true crime podcast. 19-year-old Justine Gross was reported missing after failing to return to her campus dorm room the night before. It was only after the municipal trash hauler had emptied a dumpster and took the trash to a dump that officers were able to locate her. As you can imagine, she was found deceased. It was just her body. And after reviewing surveillance recordings from the building, police discovered that Justine entered the trash room on the 11th floor of her building and never came back out. They believe her death was an accident. However, Justine's mother would soon learn that shortly before her death, Justine had met a man who gave her a, well, we'll say, quote-unquote, smoke. So who was this man and what was in this smoke? There were also some strange text messages sent from her phone. So her family wants answers. They want the truth. 
we're going to go through the timeline. We'll talk about who Justine was and who this stranger was that she met or what we know about him. Police say that Justine went into the garbage room alone, but was she really alone? And even if she was by herself, is there still a legal case here? Let's talk about it. Before we jump in, tonight's episode is sponsored by Garage Stores with a Z.com. If you haven't checked out their online shop of innovative vehicle accessories, this is your reminder that you're missing out on some seriously cool stuff. They have everything from car organizers, car accessories, repair tools for those dents in your side doors, cleaning supplies for that milkshake that's been on the floor in the back seat for the last year, and so much more. Honestly, they have the coolest vehicle accessories that you never even knew existed, but now that you do, you need them. They also provide free four-day shipping in the U.S., free returns, and a money-back guarantee so that you can feel confident in your purchase. One of my favorite things about their online shop is that they have a ton of product reviews so that you can really find out the quality and the usefulness of the product you're interested in buying beforehand. Check out garagestoreswithaz.com for all of your vehicle accessory needs. I'm so thankful for sponsors like garagedoors.com because they really keep the lights on here and allow me to continue to bring you true crime content. You can find their link in my show notes. All right, let's jump in. Justine was born on June 11th, 2002 to her parents Francois Oarish Gross and Joanza Gross. She was the middle child of three, with an older sister named Jasmine and a younger brother named Joseph. They were a really tight-knit unit. The family lived in Summit, New Jersey, where Justine attended Summit High School before going off to university. In high school, she was popular, well-known, and well-liked. She was an athlete on the varsity cheerleading team and an honor student. So it's safe to say that her parents were incredibly proud of all of her achievements, especially when she was awarded the National Society of High School Scholars, which she used to attend Penn State, pursuing a liberal arts degree. Though this is a difficult and highly competitive program, Justine managed to be an active member of the Penn State University dance organization called Volley. To say that Justine was a high achiever is an absolute understatement. Her family described her as a ray of sunshine, and I know that phrase can become overused when we're talking about the deceased, but this girl truly was. I don't think that there's a better way to describe Justine than a ray of sunshine. Every photo you see of her, she just has this beautiful, radiant smile and these dark brown, kind eyes. You know the ones I'm talking about. She looks like a girl you just know you'd get along with. Justine loved to dance, she loved music, she had a passion for fashion and makeup, and beyond that, she had this fun, sassy personality, the kind of person who could make you laugh with their light-hearted teasing. Now, this is a very, very recent story. The following events happened just last month, November of 2021 for your reference. For this reason, a lot of information and details, well, they're still to come. I'm not quite sure we have all of the answers as to what happened to Justine, and that's why I really wanted to cover this story. It's technically not definitively a true crime case. The police believe that what happened to her was accidental, but that doesn't mean that something criminal didn't occur. 
I think there's still questions that need to be answered, and Justine's mother is fighting for those answers. Any mother would, because a vibrant young woman like Justine does not typically just die in the manner that she did. One of the biggest key pieces of evidence in this case is the video surveillance footage. It shows us some of what happened. So, on November 10th, Justine is seen on the camera, leaving her residence located in College Park. Her apartment was on the 10th floor, and the video shows her going down to an apartment on the 7th floor. The person who lived at this apartment is a young man who has not been named as of yet. It would later be revealed by this man that he offered Justine a blunt to smoke. Now, if you're not familiar with what a blunt is, it's basically marijuana rolled up in this cigar-like paper. We don't know what else happened in the apartment, but at some point in the evening, Justine sends a message to her friend on Snapchat around 11.22 p.m. while she's still in the man's apartment, and it says, something just happened. Shortly after this message is sent, surveillance footage shows that Justine leaves the apartment on the 7th floor with this man. She's seen walking in an unsteady manner. It looks like she's under the influence of something, to the point where it's affecting her physical mannerisms. It's very unclear to me at which point the two part ways, but according to Justine's mother, who has watched the video footage, Justine is seen running through the halls by herself up to the 11th floor. She then runs into the trash room alone, and she's never seen leaving the room. I have questions, but police haven't released the video surveillance footage because it's not being examined as a criminal case. So for this reason, I only have the information that has been released so far, and the majority of that comes from Justine's mother, Francois. State college police have said that they've only released enough information to assure other students that there was no threat to public safety. So unless there is new information that points to something criminal, we are very limited in what's being released. When Justine doesn't come home that evening, her roommates know that something isn't right. They call Justine's family, and no one can reach her, no one has seen her, no one has any idea where she is. The last anyone has seen her is her roommates on the evening of Wednesday, November 10th, and she's officially reported as missing the following day on Thursday, November 11th. Right away, people start sharing her photo and her details on social media, and her friends try to put together the pieces to look for her. On Friday, November 12th, Justine's mother, Francois, decided that she needed to go to Penn State to help search for her daughter. Sadly, Justine's body would be found while Francois was on her way. When she arrived, police informed her that her daughter was found deceased. Justine was found at the Center County Recycling and Refuse Authority Transfer Station, which is a landfill. Her body had likely been transported there by a garbage truck, one that had gone to her apartment to pick up the dumpster earlier in the day. After reviewing the surveillance footage from the apartment building, police put together some of the clues, some of the pieces to tell the story of what may have happened. They saw Justine run into the trash room with the garbage chute on the 11th floor and never come back out. So the theory was that Justine had fallen down the garbage chute, 11 floors down and into the dumpster, which was later emptied into a garbage truck that took her body to the dump. Right off the bat, police say that it appears that it was an accidental death. 
They show Justine's mother the video footage from the apartment building, which showed her going to the male's apartment first, and then later leaving the apartment with him, and then Justine is seen running up to the 11th floor of the building and into the garbage room. Just as I would, Justine's mother wanted to speak directly with that young man that she was last seen with. This is literally the last person who saw her before she died, and she wanted to ask him what the hell happened that night. According to what this man said, Justine just sort of freaked out after they had smoked a blunt together. Supposedly, he was trying to take her back to her own apartment on the 10th floor, and she freaked out, having a bad reaction to whatever they had just smoked. This is when she bolted up to the 11th floor and right into the trash room. Now, there's no camera in the trash room to show what happened next, whether she climbed into the garbage chute, accidentally fell in, was shoved in. We have no idea, but it does seem that nobody followed her into the room, so she appeared to be alone. And this is where I start to have questions because I have to ask, like, what was really in that blunt? I don't want to out myself or anything, but I have participated in some casual marijuana smoking in my younger years. God, that sounds like I'm such a loser. But to have a reaction like that, it's almost unheard of. Justine's mother has told the media that her daughter wasn't known to do drugs, so maybe she's just one of those few people who really freak out when their normal state of mind is altered. But I have to wonder if maybe the blunt was laced with something else, and if Justine really knew what she was smoking. Because if she didn't, I mean, there could be a criminal case here. If he gave her something to smoke, maybe something that she wasn't aware of and she freaked out and did something to cause her death, well, I would think that there could maybe be some criminal negligence. And what about that message that Justine had sent to her friends on Snapchat? This was sent shortly before her death, the one that said something just happened. This message was literally sent just before she went into the trash chute. I'm talking like maybe a 10-minute time frame. What does it mean? What does something just happen mean? Is she referring to smoking a blunt? Or did something else happen that she never had the opportunity to tell her friends about? I am very curious to know what will be found in her system. An autopsy has been performed, including a toxicology test, but results won't be available for four to six weeks. Now, if there are drugs found in her system, marijuana or otherwise, maybe something else, I'm curious to see how that will play out for this unnamed man. And I don't know how much longer this guy's going to be unnamed for. I did some digging, and here's what I found in regards to the law. There is a statute in Pennsylvania where Justine died that's called Drug Delivery Resulting in Death, which calls for 20 to 40 year prison sentences for anyone who sells or transfers drugs to someone who then dies from their consumption. Now to me, that sounds like the main point is to prosecute those who give others drugs where the person dies from an overdose. But it could be argued that the reason Justine went into the trash chute and died was a direct result of the drug she was given. This is a first-degree felony offense, so it's a very serious charge. Which is likely why this unnamed man, the one who supposedly gave her the blunt and then just let her run off in a panic, has stopped talking to Justine's mother and the authorities, and he's lawyered up. Beyond that, I would question why this man didn't go with her to make sure that she was okay. 
According to him, he was going to walk Justine home up to her apartment on the 10th floor because it was obvious that she was very disorientated. And Justine's mother confirms that in the video, Justine is having a difficult time walking properly. But for some reason, this man doesn't try to stop her when she bolts up to the 11th floor and into the trash room. Did he just, I don't know, shrug it off and walk back into his apartment when she took off running? And then in that situation, I wonder if this could be a case of negligent homicide. If I have any listeners who are familiar with either of these laws, the requirements, and the very definition, I'd love to hear from you. My family is getting ready to make a big move across the ocean to a place where English isn't the spoken language. This isn't my first rodeo, so I'm making sure I'm fully prepared by learning the language ahead of time. Sure, I know I can use an app once I get there, but you'd be shocked by how much gets lost in translation. I want to talk like a local, which is why I'm excited to use Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn and has been a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, and more. Rosetta Stone helps you to think in the language you're learning using an intuitive process that's designed for long-term retention. Their built-in True Accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation so that you're easily understood by native speakers. They have convenient desktop and app options, so you can learn on the go, and they offer a lifetime membership that includes all 25 languages at an incredible value. And now you can save even more with 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Serial Napper listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Sunnier, warmer days are almost here. Why not get a head start on looking and feeling your best this summer by trying something new like Factors No Prep, No Mess meals that are ready to eat in just two minutes. Get a helping hand to meet your wellness goals with Factors chef-crafted meals that include different nutritional options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Healthy meal planning has never looked so good with Factors Fresh, Never Frozen Meals that are also dietitian approved. No matter how busy you are, Factor can help kickstart and maintain a new healthy routine by making it easy to enjoy nutritious meals on the go. Plus, you'll never get bored eating the same thing every day because they offer 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. We're talking restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon, because eating healthy doesn't have to be boring. Personally, I love not having to overthink what I'm going to eat every single day, because that's half the battle, and I don't have to bother with shopping, prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. But the best part is, 
These meals are delicious with ingredients you can trust. Crush your wellness goals this May. Head to factormeals.com slash napper50 and use code napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code napper50 at factormeals.com slash napper50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's just a matter of time now until this toxicology report comes back and we know exactly what Justine was given. And I have no doubt in my mind that if something criminal happened here, like she was given something that she wasn't aware of, her mama is going to fight for justice for her baby. Her mom has made it very clear that she wants to know, was Justine in a panic just on a bad drug trip or did something else happen? She told the media, that's just not Justine. She would never do something like that. Go down a shoot? They want me to believe that she walked into that shoot. I believe someone was chasing her and she went into the shoot thinking that it was a staircase. She also mentioned that there were some time gaps in the surveillance video footage that was taken from the apartment building, the one that police had put together to show her, which of course, I don't think would ever be deliberate. I mean, especially not in this case, the police don't have any reason to really cover anything up, but we all know how shitty those cameras can be. I mean, it's actually unreal how shitty security cameras are still to this day with all the technology that we have. They're always grainy choppy they record they stop recording they jump they skip oh my god they're terrible justine's cell phone and flip-flops were found in the stairwell meaning that she left them behind before going into the trash room and into the garbage chute and one has to wonder why it's all very strange and doesn't make a whole lot of sense like why would she take her flip-flops off before going in there was she thinking that she was needing to hide like i just i don't get it but this is all that we have in the case so far it's still ongoing and it's still very recent like i said i think once that autopsy report comes back we're gonna know a whole lot more about what happened that evening on november 20th a vigil was held in celebration of justine's life As you can imagine, it was a packed church because Justine was so very loved and she had brought joy to so many people's lives. Justine's mother stood at the podium and said to all of her friends and family, I am ready to fight for the truth for you. And I think the truth is coming. I truly believe it. For now, the county coroner has stated that Justine Gross's death was an isolated incident, and state college police investigators believe that her death was accidental. But Justine's mom is fighting for better security measures to be put in place at college campus apartments so that things like this don't happen again. According to her Facebook posts, she will be creating a petition, and once I have that link, I'll share it out. Because it's true. Think about it. Think about all of the young people who have lost their lives while living on campus. I know that I personally have covered more than a handful of stories that involved college students either dying at their campus housing or going missing from their campus housing. People need to know that when they send their babies off to go to school, they're going to be safe. 
According to an article from NJ.com, Penn State spokesperson Lisa Powers said that the investigation is an off-campus case and the state college police decide what information to release. She said, It would be inappropriate for the university to interfere with that investigation nor to address information that has not been publicly released. The university has offered its condolences to Justine's family and friends and has psychological counseling available to anyone who desires it. That's her statement. And to me, it kind of just sounds like they're passing the buck. I want to wrap this episode up by reading you a post from the Facebook page of Justine's mom. This was written by Francois and I think it encompasses everything that is wrong with what happened here. It goes as follows. Knowing that you hurt along with me for the devastating departure of Justine off this earth is enough as a gift, peeps. I love all of your text messages, phone calls, iMessages, emails, words, strength, meals, gifts, flowers, and all of your loving gestures. The true testimony of who I am, who Justine was, who I will be, who she is now. Justine has touched so many lives with her sad way of departing from this earth. Evil is on this earth. She tells us so. Her death tells us so. Protect your kids. Educate yourself and accept that evil will knock on your door through another. Evil is so accessible and I beg you to listen and pay attention. Justine's death was not an accident, but a guided evil act that is accepted. Accepted by officials. Accepted by institutions. And why would I say that? They know evil is at colleges. Justine died by another whom she trusted. I can only wake us up from the truth of Justine's sad and horrific departure. I will share and jolt us to the awakening we have all been longing for so we can do our part to protect our kids and ourselves. Colleges are not safe any longer. Justine's painful departure and what she must have endured before her last moment were horrific. I want you all to know that she died in pain. She was so brutally hurt that I could not identify her in person, but only via a picture of her beautiful face. I had to endure looking at her gorgeous face with this stillness that showed me her last breath. I am not and will not sugarcoat what she went through. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I will keep you all posted on any of the updates as they come through. I'm following Justine's mother's Facebook so I can stay up to date and I'm hoping that she gets some answers so that she can have closure and if anybody did anything to cause Justine's death, well obviously they need to be brought to justice. That's it for me tonight. I'd like to once again thank our sponsor. Make sure you check out garagestoreswithaz.com for all of your vehicle accessory needs. Like I said, they have a huge selection. They also have free four-day shipping within the U.S. They have tons of buyer reviews and a no-hassle return policy. Check out their link in my show notes. As for me, if you want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook at Serial Mapper. You can also search for me on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Check me out on Twitter at Serial underscore Napper, or I'm on YouTube, Nikki Young Serial Napper. And if you'd like more ad-free exclusive content, as well as supplemental documents and details on all the cases I cover, make sure you join my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Serial Napper. Until next time, stay safe and take care of the ones you love. Bye.